On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we give big props to Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs for tying Don Nelson for the NBA's all-time wins leader. Um, he'll probably overtake it here the next few days or so. Um, it leads into a conversation of the t- best the top ten point guards of all time in the NBA. We discuss the Aaron Rodgers contract and what it means for the, the Green Bay Packers going forward. We touch on the Russell Wilson trade to Denver. We discuss party etiquette rules for those who are uninitiated. And towards the end, we discuss some of the new recent uh, rule change proposals in college football. Nobody plays real defense anymore. Yes, I'm the old guy. Get off my lawn. I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. (laughs) No, I don't. It's like you can go weeks without seeing your favorite player pick himself up off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Weeks. Or when they pick themselves off the ground, it's like Luca and they took a dive against Gobert. Yeah. They act like they're glued to the floor all of a sudden. Uh, did, you, did you guys see that last night? Yeah. No, he's, Euro- he's European, so I just I just assume it's soccer style with great dramatic yeah, flair. It, yeah, the whole it, it looked it looked like he was playing soccer. Yeah. Like somebody else scored. He was standing next to Gobert and you know felt like he was shot. And yeah, then when they like, called a the foul on Gobert, he was like, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." <laughs> somebody sniped him from the press box. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Nothing's worse than that Marcus Smart one where it looks like he got hit by a bus and he flops oh, out about like hilarious. a fish. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Don't know what's wrong with Gilbert Arenas, man. Don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah, that's that, that could take up the whole show. Let's just not go there. Um, <laughs> and BJ Thomas. Super excited the Packers are screwed. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's no are. way you can. And there's no way you build a team with that contract. Nope. So we'll we'll get to that. I I want to want to give a shout out first before we get into the, the stupid COVID toe plate eating bullshit. Um. So I want to give big props to Greg Popovich. We don't talk about the Spurs that much because they haven't been good the past couple of years, but they were dominant for the majority of our adult life. Yeah. And he tied Don Nelson last night for the most all-time wins as a coach in the NBA. And he deserves the props that he'll get for having the most wins of all time. Absolutely. Kudos to Pop, man. So. Wow. It, it got me thinking, um, if if I had to win a game, you know, you could pick the sport, football, basketball, baseball, whatever. Who would who would I want to be the coach? Would it be Popovich? Would it be Belichick? Would it be Auerbach? Who, mm. who would Daly. you guys choose? Chuck Daly. Daly. Anybody that could manage the Pistons crazy and then manage the dream team. I mean, I don't know how you get to like the pinnacle any higher than that. So I would have to definitely go with Chuck Daly. Mm. So Daly over Jackson? Chuck Daly managed the Pistons crazy and the and the dream team in the dream team crazy. Like imagine 13 equal sized egos walking into the gym like that. Like, holy shit. What are you gonna do yeah. with that? Yeah. So like in the first time ever. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I like Chuck Daly in that situation. Yeah. Or Bobby Knight. Better. Bobby Knight if he's allowed to carry a gun. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I like your. Um... We'll get. Yeah, go ahead, Dorian. I was gonna. Have a <laughs> no, I'm thinking. And no, no, I was thinking about Bobby. Uh, I was thinking about Bobby Knight because a couple of episodes ago we talked about Bobby Knight bringing the whip to the press conference. So I keep bringing that back in my mind. I'm like, I don't know if I want Bobby Knight over my uh, coaching my team, but um, I do like the Chuck Daly pick. Like in that, like you can't go wrong with either. For my opinion, you can't go wrong with either Daly or Jackson. Uh, but with Chuck Daly, he had Rodman before Rodzilla. You know what I mean? So, and I see, you know, let me let me ask you something. Would you put Isaiah Thomas on the same level that you would put Kobe and Michael? That, that was my point about Phil and then, Jackson. Phil. And then would you would you put Bill Lambeer on the same plane as Patrick Ewing or anybody? Like he did it with like middle of the road players and an yeah. up and coming Dennis Rodman and some retreads from other teams that didn't work out. And made a dynasty out of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, Phil Jackson, for as, as much credit as he gets, did not win without just super duper stars on on his roster. Yeah. Chuck Daly did it with a Hall of Fame point guard, and that was about it. That was it. Phil yeah. Jackson had four top fifty NBA players. Yeah, Jordan, Pippen, Kobe, and Shaq. Yeah, Chuck Daly went back yeah, to back with Newton. Isaiah struggles yeah. gets on get on those lists. And I I say it, Isaiah's great. He was a phenomenal point guard, but I would say he I'm not sure he's top ten point guards of all time. Yeah, top top fifteen, definitely top twenty, but not top ten. Hmm. Real quick, he, and he was by far the best player on those teams. Yeah, yeah. Kuzi, Curry, um, Stockton, Johnson. There's four right there. Kid, kid, kid Jason, yeah, Kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chris Paul. That's six. Yeah. Um, 
And this is just off the top of my head, not playing in a segment. So yeah, and, and not not take anything away from Isaiah. He was great. But if if the best player that you've ever had on your roster is a top fifteen at his position, and that's the best you've ever had, and you still won two championships, to, to BJ's point, you, you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a lot of scheming and schematic and mental manipulation and stuff. So yeah, we didn't even name Magic. Oscar Robinson. I mean, I mean, he did. He said Johnson. Yeah, oh, did Johnson. You, I, I didn't say, say Oscar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, going off of what I've seen, like players that I've seen, like I, I didn't see Kuzi play. I've seen highlight, and I haven't seen Oscar Robinson see highlight. But I remember seeing Isaiah. Thomas playing as a kid. He would make my top 10 as far as point guard for what I've seen. Um, because one game that that's that stands out to me was it was that it was the uh game six of game... the 88 finals. Yeah, yeah. Game six 88 finals. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, but that's, that's no no that's, no that's up there. No, would you help me out? I appreciate that. But yeah, that was like You're talking about the ankle game. Pinnacle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I looked at three separate lists and he's in the top 10 in all three of them. So maybe we're stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but are we you're kind of stupid? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. Stupid with confidence. <laughs> exactly. So that that game stands out to me because I'm like, I I haven't seen another player who's done that even till now. I haven't seen it. That was unbelievable. He's, he's top five on two of them. Mm. <laughs> that's that's pushing it. I don't know. I, I don't think we're in a position to argue at this point. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. But okay, would you rather have Isaiah Thomas or like Steph Curry? Most of us pick Steph Curry. Steph Curry's taller. Okay, good point. Curry or Thomas? Curry. Johnson, Magic Johnson, or Isaiah Thomas? Johnson. Magic Johnson. Oscar Robinson or Isaiah Thomas? I'd probably pick Isaiah. From what I've seen. John John Stockton or Wait, Isaiah Thomas? Oscar Robinson or Isaiah, and you pick Isaiah? I, you know, I Oscar Robinson's Isaiah. like 6'5", right? Yeah. Doing point guard shit. Yeah, but I'm thinking... Which, of, would, de- which would definitely apply in this era. You think Oscar Robinson would, would be, will, will, you know... A 6'5 six, six, point guard? I don't, I'm thinking about the game and how it evolved. I'm thinking Ben know. Simmons with a jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Oscar Robinson was good. I've seen the highlights and, like, he was unstoppable. But to translate his game to today's NBA, like, I don't know if he'll be that dominating. He'd be good, just my opinion. I think he'd be good. I don't think he'd be dominating. I always, dominating love this conversation. I always love this conversation. Well, if you took Curry and you dropped him in the 80s, he wouldn't be as dominant. No, but if Curry grew up in the 80s, I'm sure he'd do just fine. If he dropped Oscar Robinson in this league now, I I'm sure. Yeah, he may not be as great, but if, with the, uh, if he evolved with the game, I'm sure he'd be just fine. Okay. And I'm pretty sure uh, Oscar had a post game. So even if he didn't have he did. it right away, he could just body the rest of the league until he got it. Okay. All right. Now, okay. Those parameters, okay. Oscar. Robinson, because I didn't think he would that they would be forced to evolve into today's NBA, so he would be as you know as free flowing as today's NBA is compared to yesterday. Yeah. So no, I agree. I agree. Chris Paul or Isaiah? Chris Paul or Isaiah? That that That's yeah. Because now we're getting similar body size. Yeah. Yeah. Similar scoring capabilities as far as I inside outside scoring, like what they can do. I think so. Yeah, that, that one's close. I think Paul's a better passer. I think Isaiah yeah. was a better scorer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree for sure. I agree. Now, who's better defensively? Or are they Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah. Yeah. So Isaiah gets the edge? Yeah. Nobody plays real defense anymore. Yes, I'm the old guy. I'll be that. Get off my lawn. I'll be that guy. I'll be that guy. (laughs) No, I don't know. It's like you can go weeks without seeing your favorite player pick himself up off the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Weeks. Or when they pick themselves off the ground, it's like Luca and they took a dive against Gobert. Yeah. They act like they're glued to the floor all of a sudden. Uh, did, you, did you guys see that last night? Yeah. No, he's, Europe, he's European, so I just I just assume it's soccer style with great dramatic yeah, flair. Yeah, the whole it, it looked it looked like he was playing soccer. Yeah. Like somebody else scored. He was standing next to Gobert and you know felt like he was shot. And yeah, then when they like, called a foul on Gobert, he was like, "Yep, yep, 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 yep." Somebody <laughs> sniped him from the press box. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Nothing's worse than that Marcus Smart one where it looks like he got hit by a bus and he flops oh, out about like hilarious. a fish. <laughs> that was hilarious. Wait, he, did you get knocked into a seizure, sir? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> if I remember correctly, weird. it was a guard that did it too. Yeah. It was a guard he was flopping off. It was like Shaq or somebody. Yeah. Um. Well, and that was the thing. People were like, well, you know, they're flopping because they're actually against Shaq. No, that's just a large human being. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're bouncing off of somebody. That's different. You're yeah. flopping. Like <laughs> when Kawhi Leonard's backing you down and you fly under the basket, you're flopping. That's you're what flopping. you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when Shaq hits you and you hit your head on the cameraman, 
I mean, that just is what it is. That's called physics. That just that's teaches you not to do that anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I always wanted to get back down by Shaq just to get like the the feel. You know what I mean? Because you know it's just gonna be like leaning on your mom's car when she's backing up to unload groceries or something. She's gonna push you right in the garage. I, I was the dumbass in, in high school that tried to body up on George Davis. I don't know what the hell I was on. And that's a smidge of what Shaq can be. Probably, <laughs> probably leftover <laughs> testosterone from a growth spurt or something. It, it left quickly after that. It's like, nope. <laughs> Stupid oh, thoughts go man. away. Yeah. I took a charge from Weeper in uh, middle school. Hell no, dude. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess who picked me up? I slid just like a just like a movie. I slid right up to Coach Sherrod's feet. <laughs> he bent down and picked me up. He goes, good job. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, I gotta say, the worst back down I ever got for street ball was from uh, I was playing in in Yalaha, and it was uh, Goop, Big Goop, man. You, he man, floored come on, me. Come on, bro. He floored me into the bushes, and I'll never forget that. Like I'm like, I can't guard you, man. This He's man like, was know. almost he, he was almost 300 pounds in seventh grade. What the hell were we gonna do? No, I can't do anything. And that's my, what my, my memory yeah, right. says. It was probably closer to 250, yeah, but like. Yeah. In, in your in your head, you're like, man, Goop, man, you've been a big man your whole life. <laughs> His whole life. And nothing you can do about it. Like, nobody and, can guard him in the post. Nobody. And here's the thing, though. It, no, he didn't have to back you down. He could shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if I was a betting man, I would have put all of my money on Goop because, no, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. The problem is that Calvin Ridley is also a betting man. He bet on his Who? What were you doing, sir? You know, oh. I don't know if I have a problem with it through an app, though, that's all being tracked and, like, and he wasn't even playing. I don't know. Okay, it's a, so, it's so a bad he, image, especially with the first year in Vegas, too. Yeah. So uh, here, here's the thing. I I understand what he did. Okay. I cannot really fault him for his actions. He's not playing. He took no. a break from the game for mental health. He was bored. He didn't have any impact on the game. He probably yeah. was completely stepped away from the team. Didn't have any insider information. Put them in a three, five, and eighteen parlay. Parlay. So They're parlays. Like the odds yeah. against. So it doesn't. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't truly matter. Mm-hmm. The problem is, it's built into his contract that he cannot I, I, do it. So regardless of what we think, the yeah. Suspension is what it is. I am not mad at either party. It's one of those things where it's like, I see what you did, Calvin, and I understand what you're doing NFL. It's just like, yeah, I get it. Like, it would have been hard for me to not, maybe if I was bored and had a bunch of money, place a couple bets on games. Maybe he should have done it with baseball. <laughs> Like, it was November. The NBA was going on. Dude, like, dude, just pick a different sport. Exactly. I just, especially with it being through an app and there being such a trail of evidence, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not like he went through a third party to bet on the Falcons solely, you know, stuff like that while he's in the game. So I, I don't yeah. know. I'm know. like, dude, I, you couldn't use a cousin or something? Like, but with them being bro. in Vegas too, they need to be hard on this shit. It's every yeah. time it happens because I already don't like an NFL team in Vegas. I wasn't a big fan of that. Yes. The, just, the, the optics tough. look really, really bad if players are betting on their sport, regardless yeah. of the sport. Yeah, yeah. Regardless yeah. of if even if they bet on their team winning, it, it looks really, really bad. Yeah. And no, so I, I understand the NFL going, we got to shut this shit down now. Totally cool. Yeah. But yeah. And, and I, I've heard people complain, well, Ray, Ray Rice only got six games for beating the crap out of his fiance. You know, all of this. Okay, that's fine. Fix yeah. that problem, not yeah, this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is an integrity of the game problem. The problem is right. the punishment for domestic abuse is not severe enough. Yeah, right. exactly. And then I also see people were like, okay, so so you're going to suspend him for a season, but what about the Dolphins owner who asked the coach to uh, to throw games so they can get a uh, you know some type of high pick in NFL draft? And- but it's kind of like it's he say he's he say she say like that's the thing if, the trail. if, it, if there's a paper trail of that then absolutely Stephen ross should be forced to sell the team right 100 the problem there's is there's not and if it's it's not what you know it's what you can prove yep absolutely and plus Stephen ross was smart for saying it to them allegedly saying that to him and go oh, i don't know what you're talking about i would never do that <laughs> you know? yeah. so yeah I, unless Brian flores has a has a tape recorder yeah oh well that's it and in florida that's not how that works both parties <laughs> have to know they're being recorded for it to be admitted into court yep so there you go for that <laughs> but but 
here's the thing though it's not really a court of law thing it's an nfl thing yeah and it's it's a court of public opinion thing yeah. you know because i guarantee you you know even if it's illegal not not admissible in court if you play a tape of stephen ross saying hey brian throw this game i want a high draft pick regardless of what le- legally it means he's going to be forced to sell the team just like donald sterling what he said wasn't illegal yeah. highly unethical <laughs> For, forced forced to sell the team and make a shit ton of money that's what's going to happen yeah. your punishment is take a couple billion dollars and go away yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably about thirty percent more than you paid for the team, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, way more. I think Donald Sterling bought the Clippers for like it was two hundred. Well, that's a, that's an outlier mm-hmm. though. That's that's the unicorn we talk about. That that situation was crazy, where he bought it no, for peanuts and sold it for billions. No, 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 no. So here's the thing: all the teams are doing that because the owners now, like, if they've owned the team for more than ten to fifteen years, that's what their investment has been. It's been like five hundred grand, seven hundred grand. I think the outlier is actually Jerry Jones. He spent a billion dollars to get the cow. Boys. But most most of the teams now, you know, uh, the team owners, they went in for pennies on what it's what it's worth now. Jerry Richardson is a good example in Carolina. He bought the Panthers for I want to say it was four hundred grand, and when he was forced out, he sold it for like three billion. Yeah, they're cashing out real good, man. Yeah. So yeah. You know, I'll do something stupid and get you know three billion dollars. Okay, yeah, exactly. It's not, not really a hard decision. I knew I, I, you know, I don't mean to be a dick. But Jerry bought the Cowboys for 140 million dollars, and they're worth like okay. 4.1 4. now. Okay, thank you for correcting my math. Yeah, oh, well. but, but that's also my that go, does go back to my point. Yeah, the the outlier actually doesn't exist. They mm-hmm. bought pennies on the dollar compared to what they're worth now. Yeah. Now, granted, that first year they were 1-15, but that allowed them to get Troy Aikman, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They had Troy Aikman for the 1-15 season, didn't they? Yeah, that's when he got the first six of his eight concussions, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly, but he had a but He was, I don't think he finished that season. Yeah, and then that next year, is that when they drafted uh, Michael everybody. Irving? Or they, dra- they drafted Irving? After the Herschel Walker year. trade, they just snatched everybody up with all his draft picks. Right, and then they got oh. Emmett in 1990. So a I team believe. traded a, a- a, a washed up player and got a shit ton of picks back. Almost like the Russell Wilson trade. They got a shit ton of players back, but there was a, uh, a caveat and I don't know how it worked, but if he cut these players by a certain date, he'd get draft picks from the Vikings instead of the players. Yeah. They cut the players mm-hmm. and took all the draft picks and the Vikings have hated the Cowboys ever since. <laughs> yeah, I think they. I think the Cowboys got like the total about like eleven picks or something from that. It was, it was a huge. They, and if you look at I the picks they that re- they made, the picks that oh, they made, like Larry, like, Larry Allen, Emmett Smith, Russell Maryland were. I know were the picks they made from that trade. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, when I when I saw the Russell Wilson trade today, I was like, oh, okay. Then I saw what Denver gave up. I'm like, oh, you guys are gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the Seahawks. I think that did the best thing for their franchise oh yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yep. so the picks real quick while we're sitting here the picks that they yeah. cut and got are you ready for this mm-hmm. alvin this is, harper this is the dallas trade right uh, yes this is what dallas got after they cut the picks uh alvin harper dixon edwards darren woodson and they uh those are all super bowl starters by the way just want yep. you to know that in the hall of famers too right yeah uh darren woodson is i'm not sure about alvin harper i looked it up while you were looking up the rest of it yeah i thought they got emmett smith th- from that pick from that trade too i'm working on it uh dallas ended up with a total of six minnesota picks over the succeeding years two first rounds uh and one second round uh one two first round and one second round pick were used to draft emmett smith darren woodson and um one of the trades led to obtaining the first overall draft pick in 1991 which was used to draft russell maryland oh, yeah yeah, yeah it was like it was like 40 percent of the team that won the 40 yeah. percent of the starters that won the super bowl came from this draft something crazy some mm-hmm. outrageous number <clears throat> Well, Harper is not a, a Hall of Famer. The, that one move made Jimmy and Jerry look like geniuses, and neither have looked the same since. No. Jimmy's good at what he does on TV, and so is Jerry. But other than that, <laughs> Well, and, and I think, if I remember right, the NFL changed the way they did their picks based on that trade. And a, a another you know, thing from that trade, that's when the salary cap got put in. Yeah, that because the next the yeah, the uh, salary cap was not a thing in the NFL until the 90s. Well, see, I think it was the mid-90s because we got Dion, and I think that's what kicked the salary cap thing off because we yeah. just bought him from San Francisco pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And the Cowboys haven't won since. Ah, but we got three out of it. How you been doing? <laughs> three playoff appearances. No, we got three Super Bowls out of that situation before the salary cap closed. So, I mean, they made the most of it. Okay. So, speaking of the Cowboys, BJ, real quick, how do you feel about oh, them Jesus. intentionally releasing Amari Cooper and – D-Law. Well, D-Law has been injured a lot lately, and he hasn't put up the numbers in the past couple of years. 
Oh man, I don't know. And another thing, Donald Sterling bought the Clippers for twelve million, sold them for two. That might be the outlier. (laughs) But as far as as far as the Cowboys, Amari Cooper two billion. Yeah, I know, I know, and paid twelve million. Yeah, with an M. Yeah, (laughs) a tiny fraction. Um, I don't know, I don't know about the Cowboys releasing Amari Cooper hurts, but he disappeared the last half of the season. And I don't know if that was due to Dak, due to game planning, or due to Amari. It was tough. I don't know. It's tough for me to believe it's about Amari if he's sitting there complaining about the football. And he started to do that towards the end of the year and speak up a little and bit. That's mm. what happens in a salary cap league, though. I mean, you have yeah, to make yeah, those yeah. tough choices. Um, mm. D Law's production, I mean, he gets pressure, but doesn't get sacks. Let's just be honest. That's what yeah. he does. He, he'll he collapse that side and, and force the quarterback to hurry a little bit. He didn't get a whole lot of sacks, and it hasn't for a few years. So I, I don't know. I, I hate calling people overpaid when they earn the contract, but at this point in his career, he may be overpaid. It's tough for well, me to say that about Amari Cooper, <laughs> yeah. who, who's a thousand yard <laughs> receiver on just about any team with a decent quarterback. Right. So, all right. So let's talk about Dallas defense. So I heard someone say that Michael Parsons were Michael Parsons on defense because of D Law's pressure. Uh, if and you I remember think- correctly, I believe D Law missed six games and Micah took right. his spot. And that's how we found out he could pass rush. Right. I so uh, I I would love to talk to whoever said that just so I could giggle at them first and then respond. <laughs> Actually, he was from um uh what's it uh what sports uh I can't think of the name of the of the company sports sporting news I think it was sporting news. Oh, well, I got was <laughs> just because you have news and the name of your company yeah. does not mean you're a news organization. Yeah, I mean on Twitter it says we're a media news organization. <laughs> sure. I was able to select that because I chose to. Um, trying to look at D Law's year this year to see what he missed. I mean, you can make that argument at Michigan with Hutchinson and Ajabo. You could say that mm-hmm. Ajabo's production was up because of Hutchinson. Absolutely. I, I, I wouldn't make that comparison with Dallas because, as BJ pointed out, when Lawrence was out, Parsons was still producing. Well, right. Is, when, is that when, when they started when Lawrence, him? When Lawrence yes, when, Lawrence, when we started losing Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence for various reasons the early mid part of the season, that's when we found out that, oh shit, he might be the best pass rusher on the team. So it was just a crazy eye-opening experience. Let me see here. Um, yeah, he didn't, he hurt his foot at the beginning of the season before it even started. He didn't even come until he played against Tampa, didn't come back till New Orleans, December 2nd. Oh, damn. Yeah. So you, you yeah. can't say that one leads to the other. That's from yeah. August 9th to December 2nd. No, and if I, I bet you if I find Micah Parsons numbers during that time, it'll be where he did a lot of his damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, there are bad takes. Uh, we just had one earlier on the show. Yeah, we do, we're good on that. We do it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what we do. <laughs> right. yeah. hey, we're, but, we're in sports media. That's what we do. Yes, but we admit to it and try to uh, try to uh, fix that when we can, though. Yes. For the... So, um, how how is Green Bay going to fix their situation? Don't care. Happy it's happening. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. I found him here. One, one and a half, two tough. and a half, five, I mean, six. The, the thing with, with thing with BJ is BJ's doing his math thing down, down there. Uh, is... Michael Parsons had nine sacks in that time period. Yeah. Oh, wow. so... Yeah. That's not counting the game he played with DeMar. either game he played with DeMarcus. That's why DeMarcus was out the whole time. Okay. So, but yeah, with, with Green Bay, they don't have a backup quarterback anymore because Jordan Love's not second around. Yeah. And so be, because the, that new contract that he signed, hasn't signed, signed, who knows? What the hell, COVID boys thinking? It's four years, and what I what I read is like four years, two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Their cap situation is just completely bent over barrel and screwed. That is not well, how Tom Brady got the seven championships, guys. I don't right. know what nope. you're looking at. I do not know what you're looking at. Right. So now we know we can say pretty confidently that he is not a team player. No, yeah. absolutely because not. Because at this stage in your career, if you were really about legacy and winning and being a team player, you would have taken a $35 million contract mm-hmm. and put some money in that damn defense. Right. Yep. But no, it, right. it's all about him. And why are we shocked by this? I'm not. I'm just making not... sure everybody else knows. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not surprised. We've been talking about this and it scares me because the douchier he gets, the better he plays. Well, no, we have to, the better he small, plays until the, the regular season. Yes, until the playoff starts. Until, he, yeah. Turns into Peyton. He, well, that's the thing. He is the second best regular season quarterback of all time yeah. behind Peyton. You know, it's yeah. not a knock on the guy. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. But yeah. he, as far as legacy is concerned, he's one step above Dan Marino. Yeah. And again, Dan Marino was great, but he 
he's not Brady, he's not Montana, you know, he, he's not any of these legacy quarterbacks. No. Well, I mean, it's tough because some of the stuff he's done has been quite amazing. All the mm-hmm. Hail Marys and game winners, and it would make for a great story, but it's getting ruined at the end, to be honest with you. Yep. Mm. So my so question now, is... Go ahead. No, no, I'll say my question is, so you pay him all that money, right? On offense, okay, so he's just going to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. They're not going to try to get another piece to compliment Devontae uh, Adams. He's going to be able to afford it. What piece? Yeah. What? Where are they shopping? Exactly. Where are they shopping? Big lots? <laughs> big lots for yeah, everything. Man, That's what it's going to be. It's going to be big lots. This is going to be like the replacements. <laughs> like, look, we fucked our salary cap up too much. We need some, we need some uh, scabs. Exactly. By the way, I just saw a message that uh, Bobby Wagner has been released by the Seahawks while we're talking about yeah, NFL things. There are no Complete rebuild. Complete rebuild. Oh, they got the draft picks for it now. Like, <laughs> yep. Oh man, I'm. You know, I'm hearing rumors that uh, Von Miller may go back to the Broncos. That may open up for maybe a Bobby Wagner somebody to go to the Rams. I would lock his ass out. You want it out of here so bad? Keep your ass over there. Yeah. I mean, look what he did to the to the locker room. Yeah. Over a over a Halloween party that nobody wanted to pay for because when you throw a party, you don't ask for fucking donations. No, dude, dude. <laughs> Like, even in college when I was broke, like, if I threw a party in my house, it was all on me. Because you know why? I host the damn thing. Yeah, unless you say bring your own beer or something like that, which would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you are hosting a party. Yeah. People can bring things. They can bring things because they want to, because they feel like they're going somewhere and they bring you a bottle just because they're coming to a party. That's fine. Nobody is obligated to pay for shit, though. No. No, Well, and there's there's a huge chasm of difference between... Hey, you're bringing chips this time, and it's instead of saying, "Hey, you're paying two hundred bucks to come to my party," <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I just when I heard that, I or read that, I couldn't believe it. I was because like if, if Dorian, if Dorian actually invites us over to his mansion and says, "Hey, dude, you know, come on over. I, I'm making wings. You bring chips. Okay, I'll cool. bring all the chips you want. <laughs> I might even bring French fries. I might get fancy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't back know. in the day, my parties, I'd be like, look, look, all you need to do is just bring, you know what I'm saying? You bring the drink. I got everything else. I got the ladies coming, you know what I'm saying? I got this and that, you know. So if that's I had not like listen to the podcast. If I had not lived where I had lived, I would not have been able to drink the things I drank and do the things I did. Um <laughs> There were several times where there were 50 gallon trash cans being hauled out of the road, clinking and clanking full of beer bottles so we can load them into a truck and put them in the dumpster behind BCs. <laughs> and what's even funnier about that is, is that at four o'clock in the morning when there's three guys up there trying to lift a trash can full of beer bottles into a dumpster, you can hear that shit. You can hear them. You can hear them dump 50 gallons of beer bottles into a metal dumpster throughout the whole neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a glass truck crash. It was amazing. Oh, it was all that is hilarious. Oh, I don't know, man. Man, Dude, yeah. look, looking back at my teenage and college years, I, I don't know how I have a liver anymore. I really don't. <laughs> I I stopped drinking altogether because I found out I was pretty good at it, and I was like, I don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> and then when you get you get drunk and you're like riding that edge of being an asshole or not. I never know where that edge is, and I just wind up falling into being an asshole for a while. Talking I, shit. I still. The only reason why I remember this because my, my friend told me about it. So there was one oh, night I where this. I was piss ass drunk. Called up a friend of mine. It had to be three, four o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "Dude," he's like, "What? I'm hungry." Okay, good for you. Come give me food. No, dude, you're drunk. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> man, you better give him food to start soaking it up. Be a friend. Hand him food. Hey, man. Mm. No, no one goes to Denny's for the quality of the food. No, no, grease. We go for the grease. Exactly. Yes, that's what we go for. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing, there's nothing like drunk breakfast at three o'clock in the morning. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, and then you don't have to yeah. get up and eat breakfast the next day. You already did it. The, the lumberjack slam after a night of drinking. That is class. That is amazing. I, I, I remember that. Oh, scrambled egg, hams, and ham and hash browns. That's my shit, right? Pancakes. There. You need pancakes. I can't do oh, all that. Thick and eggs. Die. I just rely on the potatoes to soak it up. Thick and eggs for me, man. But the, the potatoes are, are fucking hydrolocked. They're they're <laughs> waterproof from all the grease on them. There's no way that's soaking anything up. It's gonna take hours for it to digest that grease. Ugh. Man, we might just do a segment of just drunk stories. Nope. <laughs> Nope, I don't need anybody thinking differently than they do of me right now. Trust me, I don't think it would change much. 
<laughs> I passed out in the middle of the road and just laid there at three o'clock in the morning. Damn. One of my friends came out. I was like, I was like, get up. I'm like, no, like, get up. I was like, no. And they said, well, I'm going to go get somebody else. I was like, they aren't going to do any better than you. Yeah. That, that road was sucking all the body heat out of me. I was so hot from being so drunk. It felt so good. <laughs> I surely uh, would have died if somebody came down the street because I was on the yellow line. But hey, I know. I, I'm, I'm the dumbass that um, had 151 on cough syrup. <laughs> Again, Dang. I don't know how I'm still alive. Scissor. One, 151. 151. Yeah. That, one there, is no, one. Yeah. there is no purpose on this earth for 151 other than getting 19 to 24-year-olds drunk. That's the only reason it exists. <laughs> it, no adult drinks that shit unless it's mixed with like five other things. Dude, Nobody I'll tell can, you. Uh, the if one I see 151, I in, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I see Do 151 at your house as an adult, I assume you're fucking alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, man. Ghost lager is the reason why I don't drink anymore, dude. That shit's Mm-mm. disgusting. I... That Jägermeister tastes like black licorice. Yeah. Boy, I'll <laughs> tell you, my family has a history of heart problems, and I was riding those Jaeger bombs pretty hard for about three years. Damn. And every time I drank it, I got that NyQuil neck where you're like, Ugh! you just shake your head, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I did it constantly for three years. Damn, bro. And that is one of the most expensive <laughs> drinks on the face of the earth. And it's not yeah. the Jaeger. Jaeger is relatively cheap. It's the fucking Red Bull. Red yeah. Bull's like, what is it, like $7 for four cans or something like that? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Is it more now? That, that doesn't I, count the medical bills you have afterwards. Oh, yeah. man. Tell you, the first time I drank a Red Bull straight by itself, I stopped drinking Red Bull altogether. Yeah. <laughs> I was working late and I was tired and I was like, man, I'm just going to pound a Red Bull. I ran like a bat out of hell for an hour. An hour heart beating sweating red as fuck and then all of a sudden after that hour it's like if i don't lay down i'm gonna fall down dude i knew a guy who was that. drinking red bull before playing back crazy trying to di- you're life. trying to die out here like this is and florida <laughs> i know he was straight hooping though like <laughs> dunking everything <laughs> in the afterwards wait, wait, wait. He was is, that, ah! is that what happened to lebron on saturday because he actually had like a good, good game and he blew his knees out <laughs> probably <laughs> they gave me I, could, I couldn't do it i'm i'm hyper anyway so if you put red bull in me it's just like i gotta do something i gotta do something i'm gonna walk through this wall like we gotta do something <laughs> dj might build a house in an hour i'm gonna build the whole house for everybody everybody's house <laughs> oh man it was uh yeah i don't i don't like uppers i don't like going up nope if i have if i have a coke and then followed up with like a iced coffee or something i might have to go to the hospital <laughs> it's just too much <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we we are a sports show, so um, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be what back in a sports. Minute. Are we talking about what sports are they talking about right now? Baseball. <laughs> Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back, and that, that's why uh, we have breaks. Okay, <laughs> so we we are a sports podcast, so there there will be some sports conversations today, even though the, the Major League Baseball just a bunch of fucking idiots. Um, so are the Lakers even making the playoffs this year? I think they will. I mean, the only reason why they're going to make the playoffs is because the the teams 11 and further are just trash. The only reason they're going to make the playoffs is because of that playing game that uh, LeBron hates so much. Exactly. (laughs) Probably likes it a lot more this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, best believe that that first round is going to be hell for them. (laughs) (laughs) Would actually have to play. uh, Looks like it's going to be um, who? Uh, Who's first place? Phoenix. Yeah, again, uh, play Phoenix again. Yeah, again, and remember last year how um, uh, DeAndre Ayton made uh, Anthony Davis look like he was on a JV team. He was just manhandling him. <laughs> yeah, well, and and Davis is not what he used to be, and I don't think he was ever that great. I mean, I, I think he was playing out of position to start with, and he just got he got sucked into it and just never never improved his game. Not a big fan. No. So yeah, like right now, if they make the play-in tournament, um, they'll probably make the play-in tournament because Portland is just trash. Um, but if they actually make it into the playoffs, yeah, you're right. They're playing Phoenix in the first round because mm-hmm. Golden because uh, Memphis isn't catching them. And mm-hmm. yeah, Chris Paul against uh, against Westbrook is just a mismatch. Aiton mm-hmm. against Davis, we saw what happens with that. LeBron's hurt or quote unquote hurt. So I honestly, I think LeBron's just shutting it down for the season. I think he, I think he's doing the same. Like I don't want to be here anymore after you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet, that's team. That's 
leadership. I know, right? He's taking a page of the Aaron Rodgers book. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is, won't the Lakers just try to trade him? I mean, LeBron? Yeah. Well, you got to have assets for him. Yeah. Can you imagine the package that they're going to want back for LeBron? Yeah. yeah. And they can't afford to take another loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, yeah. the Westbrook loss, all the losses this season, and then to take any kind of loss on a LeBron trade just to get him out of town, man, you're going to have a lot of pissed off people. And I love we'll the conversation. It. Well, he, he wants to play with his son when his son comes into the league. Um, his son's averaging like 10 points a game in high school. Right. So he might be in the league as a ball boy. Yeah. LeBron might be in the league till he's 70 at that rate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, the rate is going. I think he's not convinced. I think LeBron, LeBron Ball has a better chance of playing with his sons than LeBron does. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> damn. Bro, that's like, damn. That's bad. I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless, and I'm never speechless. I always got something stupid to say. LeVar mm. played uh, college basketball. Uh, I forgot what school. He was averaging, like, well, I think three points a game. Was it San Jose oh, State or something like that? Yes. Yeah, some shit. Something. Yeah. Well, come on. If you hear him tell it, he out pizzas the hut. I mean, come on. <laughs> Nobody out pizzas the hut. <laughs> <laughs> Washington oh, State for one year. Jordan yeah. can't guard me. I put him lost. in the post all day. Never all day lost. I put him in the post. Never yeah, no one wants to guard Never you because you keep spitting all the trash on them. They don't want to be around you. Look, I don't know if there's many better shit talkers than LeVar Ball. Man, I bet you he could go with the best of them. <laughs> I'd love to see here, uh, him and Gary Payton at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, man. Best mashed epic. potatoes ever. Never lost. <laughs> That would be epic. <laughs> Boy, Gary Man, Payton's airing out some weird shit. What's what's up with Shaq throwing piss on people? Weak old piss on people in the urinal. That's not cool. You're that, gonna die. Gilbert that's, Arenas that's had no reason to bring a gun to the locker room. Whoever Shaq threw piss on has a reason to bring a gun to a locker room. Right. <laughs> Thanks. I said the same thing. I'll tell you one thing right now. These giant motherfuckers put you in a bad spot. You yeah. can't fight them. You don't want to call <laughs> the cops on them because you're a bitch for that. So now you got to shoot them. Thank God yeah, I live yeah. in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't it Scott Scowls that threw punches at Shaq? Hey, I think it was. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shaq mistake you for fucking crunchy and just back over you. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, exactly. but, but yeah, going, going back to your point about why the Lakers don't want him to trade LeBron, I'll give you a reason, James Harden, mm. because I mean, look at that trade from Brooklyn's perspective. I mean, they, they got fleeced because yeah. Harden didn't want to be there. And now Harden's out there stroking it with a 76er. Yep. And yep. skinnier, too, all of a sudden. Magically. <laughs> Magically. <laughs> Almost motivated. As if, <laughs> motivated. No. <laughs> He's done pouting. Let's just let's just call. Please, can we call this what it is? Please, he's he's done pouting. He's he's finally done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and and Ben Simmons might be completely done with basketball, so yeah, that that really worked out well. Talk about finessing a check, bro. That's Boy, talk about dude. being six ten and can't play basketball. Could you imagine that life? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's one thing to be like Chuck Knobloch and just have the yips and just be like done, but he was never a good shooter, like ever, yeah. and he never wanted to improve. How could you not want to improve? Because you don't need, you didn't need to. Right. Defense, defense wins, wins games. Offense, million dollars. Defense wins games. Offense pays the bills. But Philly gave him $100 million knowing he can't shoot. Why Imagine improve? being those guys. Hmm. Imagine being those guys. Be like, look, he can't do like the first or second most important thing in basketball. Fuck it, pay him. Yeah, that's a million. great business yeah. investment. Great idea. <laughs> Where's Bo Outlaw? He needs $100 million too. Yeah. Pay him. And, and then that fucker's going to sit on the bench in Philly and not get him the game. He did with Kardashian, didn't he? Yeah. See, um, fuck, fucks all of them up. Yeah. Messes all their yeah. brains up. Great. Sucked right out the tip. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, kids. So, truth is truth. My thing is with Ben Simmons, it's like, okay, so you guys don't want him to play against Philly because of obviously something mental. It's like, so what's going to happen in the playoffs if they happen to play each other like second round or something or yeah. even first round? I mean, you know, it's. Let me ask you this. Somebody that claims mental health crisis and then the first game that he's going to be back on the sideline is in Philadelphia. I smell horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he on the sidelines for a, a, another game? I, uh, I thought he was on the sidelines. The, one, for a, the article that I sent you said that he was going to make his sideline appearance in Philadelphia. Oh, well, then he's just a fucking punk. That's all he is. Hey, dude, why not play? Make a sideline appearance. They're going to ridicule you more. In Philadelphia, of <laughs> yeah. all the places. Yeah, yeah because the Philadelphia crowds are known for being nice to people. <laughs> Brotherly love. <laughs> fucking boo Santa Claus. <laughs> 
Didn't they try to like jump Santa Claus or something? Like they don't shit at him. Well, well, they, they threw they threw snowballs at him. Yeah. If you if you hear them them say it, it, he was a drunk Santa stumbling on the field, and they booed him and threw snowballs at him. <laughs> and to my point is, okay, so you're either booing Santa Claus or you've got a drunk dude playing Santa Claus representing your city. Right. Neither which is a good scenario. <laughs> I mean, in Philadelphia, how do you figure out who's drunk and who's not? The way they talk, they all sound drunk. I love endearing myself to cities. You can't go. Is there any place you can go because you haven't insulted them yet? Oh, I'll go anywhere. Doesn't mean I won't get hit in the face. I'll go. <laughs> Can't go to Utah. Can't go to Philly. Well, no, I don't fucking want to go to Utah. There's something that's completely different. I can fly over it and see everything I need to see in Utah. Oh, look, the land. That's nice. The rest of it's just stupid. It's like a weird, like white utopia. Look, one of my good friends said, huh? It's not a a utopia at all. It it is for them. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So hide their secret wives in their magic (laughs) underwear. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, one of my friends said, anytime that any place is all one color, they get nervous because they're up to no good there you go he's a black man who said that and i agree with him that's a good assessment he goes i don't like going to all black clubs and i i I asked him i was like why 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 he goes when when everybody's all the same color they're up to no good (laughs) (laughs) make a trip in the neighborhood and i was like i will i will take that as advice i will take (laughs) yeah 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 i've seen that the more the more diverse a place is the less likely some crime happen right yeah, more and it's not it just skin color. I mean, just the more right. diverse a place is, the right. more yeah, yeah. difference of opinion that you'll have, and you can have open discussion. Absolutely. I'm just talking about being at like a concert or something or a club, like nothing that deep. Like it's just mm-hmm. like there's a there's a vibe. When I walk into somewhere and it's like some of these churches around here, and you go in them and it's just all white people. You're like, oh, what the fuck are y'all up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this where is this where you get your hood? <laughs> DJ doesn't want to go. Doesn't want to go to a Grateful Dead concert then. Apparently, why not? Uh. Why not? <sighs> There's a, lot of, there's, mean, a lot of, there's a lot of drugs at that concert. There's more than white people there, promise. Everybody goes to to concerts with a lot of drugs. That's just everybody. That's the everybody thing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were to say fish, I'd be like, mm, dirty white people. They <laughs> haven't showered in a month. And they wear drug rugs. <laughs> What, what was with that? I don't know, but they popped up every... I'll tell you what, look back on it, and the people you remember wearing them in middle school were probably already smoking pot. This is true. Yep. Right. So, I mean, yeah. it's an accurate it's an accurate stereotype in that case. Yeah. If they had the... Uh, what do they even call those things, really? Glass jackets? Oh, they are ugly. Hmm. They, and they do look like rugs. I'm sure there's look, an official name for it. But... Th- that's what I'm trying... <laughs> You can look up drug rug and it pops up on Etsy. <laughs> Baja jacket, Mexican threads hoodie, Baja sweatshirt, or drug rug. No, it's a drug rug. It's a drug rug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where people found them. I don't even know if I've seen them in the wild. Just I just see them or in stores or anything. I just see them on people. Like they magically appear. Maybe you have to go to head shops to find them. That's why. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. Sports. <laughs> So we'll get back to sports. So we're going to have a problem soon because in the NBA is going to have the playoffs. Okay, you got to have college basketball with, with their tournament. And then it's going to be nothing but hockey, and that's it because there's not going to be baseball this season, guys. So you, you're saying we should be saving these conversations for the next couple of weeks? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That's like while, while those actual content – we should save these conversations, and then in the summer when there's literally no sports because baseball can't get out of their own way, then we should be having the the drunken you know three a.m. call conversations. I'm not sad about it. Baseball needs to change. Baseball can just go sit on the sidelines and learn about what they did. Yeah. Sit in the go corner. Go shut in the up. corner. Think about what you've done. Yep. yep. Shut up. I don't want to hear your mouth. Yeah. Think oh, about it. Th- isn't this year that the XFL starts? No. Uh, yeah. I've I've heard they're actually doing it with partnership in the N- X- the NFL, kind of like a developmentally as well. Well, I'm yeah. That's, that's mm. the thing is they they have officially said that they are going to be a feeder league into the NFL, and that is how you make money as another football league right there. Right. Yep. Because now you're because not working. Against them, you're working with them. Right. That takes yep. away a big, a, a big. I, I think that's great. That was a smart business move right there. And from what I understand, the, their season is going to run from, from mid mid March or maybe April through the summer. But there's going to be a break bef- between when they end and when the NFL preseason starts, because uh, you know as people if kind of bubble up, up, yeah, exactly. Right. They need to rest. <clears throat> 
And and this is 100% what the NFL needs. They need a feeder league, not only for players, but also for coaches. I think it's a great idea. Because yeah. there are players in college that have they had the right coach, could have been great in the NFL, but just didn't. Yeah. And it, it makes me sad and also kind of laughs that the first overall pick in the XFL draft was a Michigan quarterback. <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Jay Patterson. Jay Patterson. Jay Patterson. Yeah. Yep. The guy that, that transferred from Mississippi that's supposed to be the savior, but then we realized that when he played in Mississippi, he lost to, to Bama 66 to 3. Yeah. Speaking no, of not, quarterbacks, man. Yeah. Um, I was watching uh the the combine uh highlights and it was showing with uh picture. Dude, are you bored? What the hell? Hey, and those those break two cornerbacks, those two cornerbacks that dropped four two forties was pretty fun to watch. And then when a uh, big man from Georgia was Jordan Davis. Yeah, Jordan Davis. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh six foot six, three hundred forty one pounds, four seven eight. Yeah. People Is that, that the big right should not be allowed to run yeah. that fast. I, think, I thought it was four seven four, but pretty damn close either way. Could you imagine like being a running back and thinking you're gone, and then this guy comes up the sideline? He just come out. Yeah. Don't 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 don't. That's like Warren Sapp on a Red Bull. <laughs> Dang. Warren Sapp is only like six one, six two. Yeah. This guy's a giant. This is like yeah. this is like the mountain from Game of Thrones chasing you. Yeah. And all he's done his whole life is figure out how to tackle. And that's what he's trying to do to you. Yeah. My, my only <laughs> my only issue with Jordan Davis, and the guy is supremely talented obviously is that he takes plays off every so often yeah. and you'll see it if he knows that it's going to be a passive play that he can't get to the quarterback he'll just take the play off and unfortunately that's not something that can really be fixed but it's something you can you're going to have to work around and look if he is drafted by new england belichick's gonna fix that shit real quick Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he definitely makes that. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 did you guys see what Chris Olave's forty time was? Four three something, low four three. No, it was like four two seven. Damn. These guys are getting to be freakish athletes. Yeah, you know where both those corners came from that ran that four two, don't you? Let me guess, Bama, Florida, Florida. No, no, no. I'm just saying the state of Florida is where they the state were, of Florida. They, yeah, yeah, like they're Floridians. Somebody posted. I don't know what you guys are putting in the water down there, like. Man, it's something, dude. But, but think about it though. Even even like coming up, I remember like playing like Sandlot football in Leesburg and in in areas where we're from. Like there was some guys, the right coaching, they were like awesome. <laughs> To say the least, you know, like like I was remember remember in high school, remember um a guy uh, uh, Apollo Stinson, his name was Devin yeah. Stinson, yeah, freaking what he was like six five, six six, two fifty in high school, yeah, he's a big dude. I think he, I think he got the most sex in Leesburg High School history. I think yeah, I think yeah, he has the most sex. We could go down a list of guys that were just abandoned at the uh yeah you know i mean there was no support there and you know i'm yeah. not saying everybody was uh perfect off the field but you know kids need help right thanks some more than others so yeah. that's uh that's tough yeah and, and that's on the coach to help identify because a, a coach especially at the high school level was supposed to be a father figure to these kids right. like what about what about Wee? that he was unnaturally yeah. physically talented for being built the way yeah. he was he was like jerome bettis of, yeah. of the area yeah there's no tackling him and still had feet and still could yeah. cut and move and, and do all these things and I swear he was 5'8", like 230. Yeah. <laughs> Strong as an ox, man. Strong as an ox. Feet. Weeper. The dude I talked about from middle school. He's another talented, yep. built for football, and just kind of, I don't know. I, I don't think they got the support. And, when you look at well, all these and, guys, and, look at all these guys at the combine, they all look like Robert Wright. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that actually brings up a good point about, about just strong and just built. Um, do you guys know who had the most reps, uh, most bench press reps of any position player at the combine? Larry Allen. I'm talking this year. Oh, no. I think um, never. Defensive guy, right? I haven't seen it. Probably some weird like Hans- kicker. <laughs> Hanson Haskins had 27 bench press reps Dang. of like 250 each. You must be talking about position players or something. That's what I asked. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought <laughs> no. I didn't, th- I didn't hear you say position players. Yeah, BJ is like my wife and just only pays attention to like half of what I say. <laughs> I did not hear position player. But yes, Hassan Haskins had the most bench press reps of any position player at the combine. Yeah, and I was telling people, he's going to be Jerome Bettis 2.0. Mm. He he blocks like Zeke. He's a fucking battering ram. Oh, don't you say that. That's a, that's your that's our $90 million six offensive lineman you're talking about there. <laughs> Watch your mouth. Blocks like Zeke. That man took out two people in the playoffs with a PCL tear. Blocks like Zeke. All right, I'm done. That's it. Let me out of here. <laughs> 
No, I'd, I'd like to see well-rounded running backs. That's why Zeke's one of my favorite. You know, he's not what he used to be, but he's still good at everything. Yeah. Maybe, not, yeah. maybe not great at this or great at that, but he's he might be the best pass-blocking running back in the league. Yeah. He's still a solid running back. We don't know. He was starting to warm up a little bit in that Carolina game before he tore his knee up. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know the best part of a running back uh, is in my mid-20s, so he's coming yeah. to the end of that. But uh, still one of the best. Yeah, I can't think of anybody who blocks better than him at the running back position. And, and that's the thing coming out of college and high school, as a running back, if you can block, yeah. you'll have a job. Yeah, he can Absolutely. play right now. They'll let you figure out the running shit. If you can protect your quarterback, they will let you play. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh, Carolina, uh, what do you think that they should do with CMC? Try to get him on Trade the field. Him. Yeah, I mean, I'll yeah, say <laughs> there's a post online. Really there's a post online that was like, "Oh, where would you like to see uh Chris McCaffrey next year?" And I posted, "On the field would be a good start." <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> well, and, and that's the thing. Like, like the Russell Wilson trade, it's all pending physical. Yeah, you know? and I'm sure whoever trades for McCaffrey is going to have pending physical. If he can't pass it, it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, the the dude is basically Zion Williamson of the NFL. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I, oh, tell man. me I'm wrong. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> 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 man man yeah so so, so he no i would say so uh christian would have to be in a system where they use two running backs yeah well, absolutely not with that contract no nope. not yeah that, that that's the problem he's got a contract of a three down back and he can't be a three down back no not what they're asking him to do catch 100 balls nope. a year and carry the ball 250 300 times a year mm-hmm we, we, I know we've talked about it in the past. I mean, you, you kind of hit a threshold of number of touches, and after that, your career is never the same. Imagine that. That's 400 times in 17 games that people get a shot at you. Yep. People that, are, people that are paid to do this. I mean, there's a reason why quarterbacks last as long as they do. <clears throat> there's a reason why wide receivers typically last longer than money backs. Mm-hmm. They don't get hit as often. Right. That's about 23 times a game. That you're getting popped. Yeah. He weighs, what and, does he weigh? 200 pounds? And, Ooh, um, you know, we, yeah, he's about 205. And we just talked about it. Even if he doesn't have the ball, he's blocking. He's still getting hit. Mm. Hit by ankles. He doesn't block like Zeke. Size <laughs> down to the ankles. Yeah. Oh, did you guys see? Um, I, know, I know we're kind of going short on time. The um, college football is looking to change a couple of rules, oh, especially well, when no, it comes listen, to blocking. Before we get off Christian McCaffrey, you know how when you do a Google search, it, it shows you like people ask in the most recent questions or whatever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> This kid is so good of an athlete. The first question up there is Christian McCaffrey full white. Dude, not cool. I'm not going to lie to you guys. If, <laughs> let's say if Christian McCaffrey were to wear gloves and let's say he wore sleeves and you see him run, I'm just saying, I, you can't tell the difference till he takes off his helmet. Now that's racist. <laughs> It was what well, I think the first time I heard of Christian McCaffrey when he was at Stanford, um, and then like I was like, but the way that they talk about him, it's stereotypical. They were like, they were like, wow, man, he's you know, um, you know, he gets a burst of uh, burst of energy when he gets through the hole and it's that third. I'm like, oh, okay, he sounds like a like a uh, like maybe a Ladainian Thompson or something. He can catch out the backfield and stuff. And then it's like you see this, you know, you see this white guy with blonde hair, like just doing it to cats. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was shocked. So yeah, too bad his brother wasn't as good as he was. Yeah. So, he went to Duke, didn't he? He went to Duke. Uh, played football at Duke. Dylan, Dylan McCaffrey played for Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Okay. Well, he had another brother that I think went to Duke, played football yeah. there. Yeah. And and now they're both playing at Northern Carolina Northern Colorado under their dad. And their oh, right. uncle also coaches there. And their uncle was kicked out of the games for beating up a referee. Damn. <laughs> so I mean, live our ball, father of the year. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Sometimes the referee needs his ass kicked. I've seen I've seen instances where it'd be perfectly justifiable. Des caught it, especially you know in New Orleans against the Rams. Um, but anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how the referee actually made it. I made it home alive that game. Um, so the NCAA is actually looking to change a couple of the rules for next year. Um, they're they're looking at targeting. They're looking at faking injuries, which I don't, I don't know if it's actually a thing or not. Um, the targeting is interesting because they're saying that if a player is flagged for targeting, it's reviewed and held up on the field. And, you know, in, in college, if you if you target in the second half, you're suspended the first half of the next game. But they're saying that if it's reviewed and it's targeting on the field, they still want to review it 
after the game to see if it really was targeting to see if he should be suspended for the for the next game. Sure, like, what that's the hell more th- that's more of them wasting time. Who cares? Who cares? Let them waste time. Let them wait. I mean, really, that's just that's a what what do you call it? A procedural thing. Who gives a shit? Why are we announce? Um, the other one, the other one is is um, players apparently are faking injuries when yes. the teams are going no huddle at the end yes. of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what they want to do is what they're proposing is. If a player is um, is injured late in the game um, and the team doesn't have timeouts or they're just trying to stop it, to have if it's under two minutes, to have the player sit out the next three or four plays instead of just the one. I like four. That's a set of downs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like four. Four. A whole set of downs. You want to be a bitch and stop this clock? <laughs> Go get some Gatorade. That yeah. also kind of scares me, though, because it's usually it's defensive players doing this. So now you just got your defensive tackle four plays of rest. So he yeah. still gets to come out of the game and breathe. Yeah. I don't know. But then you could, you could run right up the middle and gash him. So who knows? You can get four first downs. And those down. I think it's fair then. I'm all right with it. Okay. Four down. <laughs> so on that note, I know we're, we're about out of time. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Peace. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.